shall we? You want to discuss the best World Cup of all time? Uh, I want to discuss the best World Cup final of all time. Mm. Let's mm. do it. Let's do you that. Reckon? You actually reckon it is? How, how many have you seen, though? Well, five. Maybe. <laughs> so best of, the, best of the five is what you're saying. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. Six. Uh, my brain, yeah, six. I was going for my two. Yeah, yeah I, I remember it too. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 94. There's been a World Cup final. How good. Um, cracker of a game. I don't know. Tom might disagree with me. Who knows? He's here to join me. We're going to go through it. I don't know if you want to spend any time on the uh, semifinals, man, but France kind of cruised through. Argentina cruised through. They did what they had to. Comfortable, clean sheet away. wins. So uh, let's just jump into the final, shall we? Mm, you're just going to ignore the third place playoff too, like everyone nah, else we, in the world. We can, no, I'm just moving it to the back. Moving <laughs> it to the back of the episode. The, the attention it deserves. I think the third place game would have to be the least watched. Of like, any in the tournament? Of yeah. any in the tournament, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, it would, I think it so. would have to be. Like, who cares? Because you are kind of awarding the losers a, like a complimentary medal. So, yeah. And you always end up with the thing, as I've been going back watching all these highlight videos of old ones, you see the dudes like celebrating after the with their medals, like their bronze medals or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. That's like you're three days after losing a semi final. I'd still be pretty fucking pissed. Hey, same. Like, I would not be pleased. I would not be taking part in it. All right, well, let's talk they... about the final. <laughs> okay, if we can, yeah, oh, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's talk it. about the final. We can get to third place later. Um, uh, I guess thoughts. The uh, the fairy tale is complete, Sam. <laughs> It's yeah, a prof- it prophecy fulfilled against yeah. all odds. Uh, Marcos Acuna is a World Cup victor. <laughs> Our man My boy, from last week. He's done. He, over- he overcame his dad being in jail, his mum being sick, his cat dying. I just, I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm so pleased for him. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know where you watch this one. I went out to watch the only game I've been out to watch this entire World Cup. I watched the final at the Arkabar. Um fantastic venue for watching football. Um it really is, yes. Yeah, it really is. It just there was just this weird like we got there about I'm just gonna just set in the scene a little. We did get there about 10 30 and uh we pretty walked, early. We walked in and the guy at the bar said, Oh hey, you here for the World Cup final? And we said, Yep. And he said, All right, we're closing. <laughs> what? We'll be open. <laughs> We're going to open up again around one. So I don't know if that's a licensing thing or what went on, but basically uh, they kicked whoever was in the pub. They got kicked out and they shut the pub and they reopened it at about one o'clock, right? So in that time, we ducked off. I was with two mates. They were wearing Lionel Messi shirts, obsessed. Oh, what do you um, know? We went, to, we went to the casino and it was pumping. It was absolutely packed. The district wasn't open yet. But um, the, like the main sports bar bit was was packed, going off, and then uh, is that the district's the other bit, isn't it? Outside with the big screen, the district is the bit. Uh, it's just to the right of the sports bar. It's not like it's, like, it, it's the pirate life venue in there. Okay, sport. The sports bar is just the sports bar, isn't it? That's not yeah. The, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's different. Um, I'm sure my age. I haven't been out in so long. Uh, we went there and it was it was just packed. There was so many people. Um, Argentinians everywhere. Um, I don't surprising, know how- isn't it? Yeah, I guess just 
Oh, there's, there's just lots of different it's, cultures in South Australia. It's great. Multicultural nation. Um, uh, did you see them all at the Sydney Harbour storm in the, yeah. storm in the steps? Like, yeah, huge contingent. How oh, good. So, yeah, we went there for a bit and then went back to the Arkabar. We got back to the Arkabar at about 12.30. They said they were going to open at 1. And we got one of the probably the last car park. And it, there was people waiting everywhere, waiting. And then they're all in there and they wait. I don't know why they waited to right on one o'clock to open the doors and let everyone like, do they hate money? I don't know, but they eventually <laughs> opened they, the doors. It's when their shift started, Sam. I know. Hey, solidarity. Come on. It must've been a licensing thing. I don't know. Had it it must've yeah, been. No, it would have been South um, Australia on a Sunday. So they've reopened at one. People have just stormed in. We got a good booth at the back somewhere with our own kind of TV right in front of it. It was pretty good. So yeah, good night. It ended up absolutely packed in there, and there was a lot of noise. It was a great atmosphere. Um, That's the best bit about the Arkabar. Game. They've got like the soundproof uh, different areas within, so you can have five Premier League games being shown all at once, and all you can hear is the game you're tuning into. Real, real good venue. Yeah, uh, commentary probably wasn't loud enough. Would be my only criticism. But did um, you want to hear it anyway? Well, I wanted to hear like the crowd and stuff, you know. But yeah, should we talk it, about the actual game? Or oh, unless you want to tell me, did you do it anything? Felt, the commentary felt... No, I was at home. I um, Lovely. Um, my Saturday was spiraled out of control and I, I just I could not, <laughs> leave my, not leave my lounge, unfortunately, on Sunday night. Um, but the commentary, again, felt so disjointed from the atmosphere. Oh, are we doing this, are we? No, I'm not going to sink nah, the boot in because everyone it. is and it's been done. And yes, this will be his last World Cup. And no, you won't ever have to hear him again. But like, Thank who Christ. do you want instead? Do you want David Bashir? Like, he's not really any more engaging. Um, and then, yeah. Surely we, can, the... surely we can piggyback other, like, other feeds. By the American we, feed. We did during the group stage. Because... Yeah, there, there, there had to be a global... Yeah, that we were buying into. Yeah, because there were there were group stage games where we heard Peter Jury and we had Peter you know, Jury, others. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just yeah, very disappointing. I, I, done I've read. Death, but... I know. I've read somewhere that it would have been better if we if he had a special comms with him, someone just to break up. Yeah, his meaningless dribble, but <laughs> just who's still he's been doing it for about fifteen years though. That thing where he's like, oh, <laughs> and. This is it's like, a go. The ball, the ball's in the net, and there's <laughs> yeah. the players celebrating, and he's They're not like saying anything. Times. His brain is trying to process, and he's like, "Oh, like it caught him off guard that there was a goal." Was like, oh, oh. And tell you what, the second Mbappe goal caught him stone cold silent. Yeah, the the messy one in extra time that was just a that was I well, was clearly over the line, but he's yeah. Um, <laughs> is it over? And. I think the referee will be checking. Martin, look, they're all running to the corner celebrating. The linesman's flagged a goal. The referee has pointed to the center circle. Are you watching? You're watching the same TV screen as me, and I could tell, and I'm thousands of kilometers away. Come on, man. <laughs> we needed you on the special comp, Sammy, just to keep him in line. The it's Mbappe one. No, the, it's in. It's in. The penalty. The penalty yeah. that they got for the handball at the end. Mm. Uh, what minute was that? 118th minute. <laughs> it's just like... Oh, the referee's given. There's, I'm not sure if it's a free kick on the edge of the area <laughs> yeah, or like if that. he's given the penalty. Like, he's given the penalty. And can you please sound more excited? Because it's 3 2 in the 118th minute. Like, fuck me. What more do you, if you're not going to get excited for this, what do you, when are you going to get excited? 
Martinez's great save in the 120th. Oh my god, oh. he just it was like he had checked out. It's a out. great save. A great save, Martinez. Yeah, fuck, man. Jesus. Literally won the World Cup with that save, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Anyway, um, should we talk about the actual game? Yes. Yes. The game. Um kind of, you know, the first 70 minutes, I thought it was very similar to Martin Tyler's commentary. Uh, Monotonous, one paced. I didn't think uh, so. Argentina were completely dominant. Like there they was were. there was there was hardly a football game being played. It seemed like a training drill after the second goal. The French couldn't couldn't muster any kind of significant blow. Yeah, I don't know. I disagree a little bit. I I was quite enjoying it, um, especially in the sense that once the second goal went in and, you know, France could not get a touch of the ball in that first half. Mm. And once that second goal goes in, they were kind of because I saw people saying that France had decided to sit back and just counter. But I don't think that was their plan. They were forced into that by just Argentina being everywhere. They were just pressing really well, winning the ball back. They were pretty ruthless early on, and it kind of forced France to then to then sit back, hold their position, um, so they wouldn't concede more goals, especially after that messy penalty. And then the second goal kind of really kind of doesn't. It's like, all right, well, I was what did, I want to ask you, what were your thoughts on getting Giroud off in the 40th? Uh, they made a double change in the 40th minute. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, he, the, the great Mourinho move. He had to sacrifice somebody to get Mbappe through the guts. And it just, it made the most sense to take Giroud off, I think. the You know, that game was crying out for just, Giroud wasn't getting any service because they couldn't get the wide men into the game. So they needed yeah. to focus more centrally. So Look, it is so harsh on Giroud to have to be dragged in a World Cup final because the system isn't working, but that's this is football. I saw, it's, a team, um, it's a team sport. I saw lots of people saying, oh, it's a bit early, <clears throat> but I think they did not have a choice. Like, they couldn't really afford to wait any longer anyway, you know, or wait till halftime, whatever. What does it matter? Just make the sub now. Why wait? Why wait yeah, till halftime? Um Olivier Giroud, once you're 2-0 down and your team isn't getting the ball, you need someone up there that can press. And unfortunately, Olivier Giroud isn't a guy that's going to give you, at his age and his pace, is not going to give you a hard, frantic press, putting pressure on the defenders in that way. So they had to get someone else on that could be a bit more mobile. Pretty happy with that. It's not really in his game, is it, Giroud? No, it's Um, not really, no. Um, You haven't fought. I just thought it was really intriguing watching the way France kind of managed being 2-0 down mm-hmm. and just they stuck it out. And then maybe around the 55, 60-minute mark, I think they started to string some passages together. They certainly, I wouldn't say they were on top, but they evened it. And then I'd say maybe for the last 15, maybe 20, France were probably the better side and definitely were starting to really find openings, cause some headaches for Argentina mm-hmm. who were who by that point were also sitting back because they'd made the change to get they took Di Maria off for uh for Acuna, like a defender for a for a winger defensive mm. change and then they were sitting back. And so once they're in that mindset and France are all over them, it was it was just interesting that I guess getting the two goals Right, getting one goal. I wanted to see France get at least one just to make it interesting. I didn't know they were going to snag that second so quickly. Oh, it's brilliant. I, I just want to run through the goals quickly. Uh, yeah, do for it. Me, for me, the, the penalty is pretty weak. I don't know how you saw it. 
Uh, yeah, I don't. I, they get given a lot, and I don't know. I don't know. It's just this. This is exactly what I wanted to bring up. I'm not sure why in the VAR era you would not have refs just letting these touch and go soft ones, um, just like just just let let the play continue. And if if there is something for the video nerds to check, then they can get, tap the ref on the shoulder and say, "Hey, just come have a look at this quick. Let, let's see what you think with another view on the camera." For me, the occasion is too big to be giving a penalty for a, a supposed foul like that. It's not. He's simply his, just his con- running behind him. That's it. His contact on, was it Di Maria that goes down? His contact yeah. on him just was not anywhere near forceful enough to result in the player going down. And it's, I don't think he throws him off his shot. He's not, Di Maria's not even really trying to play the shot. I'm not even sure Di Maria intentionally goes down. He's <clears throat> just... He's had he's been clipped at he's running at full speed. Demiro was pretty quick though. He skinned him and got around. Mm. I think it was just like a bit of a coming together, like a we like to call it a footballing incident. Footballing incident, yeah. Racing incident. Um <laughs> I just yeah, it's, it was it seemed pretty stiff. I just it it creates the conditions of a game, uh, especially if one side comes into it a little bit nervy. It's kind of similar to the Adelaide Wellington game where Wellington scores so early on, it puts you in um, put you in the back seat and you're not, you don't have control of the game. You're constantly fighting. You have to change your mentality and stuff like that. It, it doesn't seem fair on France that they had to deal with that in that respect. Um, but for Argentina's second, I mean, that that's just a thing of beauty. Uh, watching it live, all I could think was, God, Bielsa would be so fucking proud of that goal. That was just magnificent. Every touch, messy instrumental, the McAllister pass into the into the uh, path of Di Maria, who finishes it so coolly. Beautiful goal. Probably the goal of the tournament for me. Yeah, good goal. Um, I think you can go two ways with this one. It was a good goal. Also, the French line at the back is horrendous. They were that is they you can't be getting cut open that easily in the back. When you watch it again, I think I made note of it at the time and said to the guys I was with, like, just have a look at this replay and where everyone is. Um, they were just their shape was all over the place. It kind of summarized France's first half and how things were going for them. But in the same way, it also summarized Argentina's half where they're just on top, dominant, um, mm. pinging passes to each other really confidently. Uh, brilliant move. Ends in a nice goal. The right back nearly... Uh, who was the right back there? Is it, is it Kunde? Yeah, for France, Kunde. Uh, nearly pulls off a miracle getting across to McAllister, uh, but McAllister gets it away just in time. Demir is uh, free at the back. Good goal. They just didn't react quick. I think the transition is so perfect, 100%, that you you can't form any kind of organisational structure. But yeah. that, that's not that's not to excuse... I think, I mean, France only kept one clean sheet in this tournament uh, on the way, you know, throughout the entire thing. That's crazy for a team to make the final with only one clean sheet. Defensively, they, they're so suspect. Upa Meccano and Varane uh, didn't have the most spectacular of tournaments. Uh, Tio Hernandez, we know, we've spoken about, loves to attack. His Has defensive his problems attributes. defensively. And then Jules Koundé probably had the worst... Uh, tournament of any right back in you know in this I think oh, wow. or any any that came this far he was so suspect the entire way I mean we saw Craig Goodwin rip him open after fucking ten minutes so from the, from here in he, I don't think he's really covered himself in any glory um, but that it, it was always a French B team wasn't it and 
really testament to the depth of this nation that they could make it this far and, you know, push Argentina to 120 minutes, come back twice. It's pretty, pretty remarkable. Yeah. Are we still going? Do you still want to keep going through the rest of the goals or? Yeah. Well, I mean, we can move into France's goals now that the French penalty similar, I think to the Argentinian penalty, but perhaps a yeah. little bit more in it. L- I think a little bit more. So yeah. Direct contact on the back leg. And that for me is enough to make a player go down. So that, you know, that made sense. Arm on the shoulder too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there was yeah. the initial one there. That's you know, there there or not. Um, he was yeah, um the connection of the leg definitely. Was it Turan that was fouled? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. He came on, came on. Oh no, was Jared it? Came off. Was it that full Marnie? Oh, Chumani. No, no, was, uh, that that Colo Moana. No, nah, it was it was Chumani. Oh, was it Chumani? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh, we we could I don't be know, wrong, man. I'm gonna go I with was, I'm gonna go with Colomani. I haven't I haven't gone back and watched it since last night, and mm-hmm. um, it's a little bit blurry. Eh? It's all a little bit, a little bit blurry. It was a uh, delirious but, game by this point. But yeah, I, I'm okay with that one. It was it was more more of a pen than the first one, um, and then straight away, bang! After that, Turam flicks it over. Coman first. Kingsley Coman was excellent when he came on. Uh, he goes on a defensive run to win the ball back. Bodies a Bodies the guy out, wins the ball back, um, switches it over to Rab. Well, p- plays it to Rabio. Played a good ball. I, I thought Rabio was really good in this one. Actually, for France, when France got on top, he was one of their better players. Um, mm, he's definitely he's had, in their top three of the tournament. I think he had a decent tournament. Rabio um, gets across Mbappe with a like kind of one-two with Turam, and then buries it. Uh, and all of a sudden, it's two all. Argentina have in a blink of an eye, two 0 up again. <laughs> And in, yeah, throwing it away. In two minutes, they've turned it around. The I thought the initial touch there from Turam and the the wall pass was fucked. I was like, oh my god, what's he done? And it's just looped endlessly high into the air. But such is the quality of Mbappe. Where where I don't know what the accolades, the superlative you can use to describe this guy anymore. For me, Mbappe is the best player in the world. He is at incredible. the moment. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's the current best player. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Haaland is right there, don't get me wrong, in terms of goal scorers as well. But what we've seen from this guy, at, you know. Like I think said, I'd rather have Mbappe. Than anyone, yes. Than Haaland, than Haaland? Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, depend who else I, it would depend on who else I had, I think. Mbappe is more versatile. Yeah, he is. And I think Mbappe probably uh, win a game on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he nearly did in this one. Mm. Remarkable. A hat trick in a World Cup final. Only the second man to ever do so. And loses. And loses. Who, who scores a hat trick in loses? It's insane. Yeah. Um, Poor guy. What, what more can you do? You're just looking around at your teammates like, come on, guys, fuck's sake, just one. Help me out. We go, we go to extra time. Messi gets the scrambler. Uh, for some reason or whatever, when we were watching it live, we all thought it was offside. And then didn't really see. It looked like the linesman then eventually put his flag up, but he was just waving to give the goal. Martin mm. Tyler couldn't work it out either. So, whatever. Did you um, did you see what kept him on side? Was the uh, the juicy ass of yeah. Big, <laughs> the French uh, defender bending and squeezing that butt out and kept him on side. And a great save by uh, Loris first initially. Yeah, it was. And then Messi's rebound. Classic. Uh, classic that it was uh, Lotaro again. Foiled yeah. <laughs> an opportunity to be an absolute to be a hero, <laughs> yeah. For somehow, well, flies it at Laurie's. 
Not for the world class save. Not for the first time in this game. Lataro had a few chances. He had one. Uh, he had one in the first half of extra time that was blocked when he took a touch when he probably didn't need to. It was a brilliant run by Messi with a few good passes. Mm. Ends up with him. He takes a touch and then hits. If he probably hits, if he hits first time, he probably scores. Takes a touch, he gets it off. Defender gets across and blocks him. Um, and then he had the one after the right at the very end when is it Turam's shot is or is it Chumani? His shot is blocked by Martinez. The late that World Cup winning save, and then oh yeah, that that was that follow Mani again. Uh, Colo Mani. I thought it was Chumani. Nah, that that second one was definitely Colo Mani. The number twelve. I don't know. And then they go up the other end, and um, Martinez has a great chance at the end that no one's remembered because they ended up yeah. winning. But yeah, exactly. He puts the header miles wide when he would probably bury that if he's playing for Inter. Yeah, he's truly a cursed individual uh, when it comes to international football. He's he's got the Higuain uh, slumps, unfortunately. Poor bloke, unlucky. Yeah, well, I'm sure he's still happy with his World Cup winning medal when he gets to go home to a um, pretty pretty powerful Italian side. I'm sure he is. Uh, and then we go um, to penalties, and yeah, from there say, it's just uh, you know we've come this far. We might as well have penalties to decide it. It's a lot of. There was a lot of people saying that this game deserved to just continue to be played until the next goal wins, and yeah. I, I don't know. I'm kind of. Maybe we should bring golden goal back after know. extra time. After extra time, yeah. Then we after play extra golden time, goal we have golden goal for like twenty minutes, and then we can it and go to pens. Or the team who finished third gets the World Cup. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea, and then that would put more <laughs> emphasis on the third place playoff for once. Third place playoff. And people might talk about it. Uh, well, yeah. Where where do we take this discussion now, I guess? Messi's got his World Cup, seven Ballon d'Ors to go with it. Something like 10 La Ligas or something ridiculous, like a ridiculous list of awards. Um, He's the first guy to score 20, or no, a score and assist more than 20 goals in a World Cup, like in the history of the World Cup. So he yeah. now stands stands alone, basically, in terms of records. He's completed football. He completed football. He did it. He did it. Well, maybe Mbappe will complete it in years to come. Who knows? He's well on the way. What does he need? Just PSG to win a Champions League? Uh, maybe. Did they win the Euros, France? He has to win a continental tournament, doesn't he? He still has to win that, yeah. Yeah. He's got uh, he'll get years. there. He's got 15 yeah, years. He'll fucking um, get there. Who do you think was the player of the match? Of this particular match? Of this particular match. Uh... That's a good question, actually. I haven't, I haven't really considered that. Maybe Di Maria, I thought. I thought I, just, I, I was thinking that initially. He was everywhere in the first mm. half. He did come off after 64 minutes, though, and the game went for pretty much more than double that. I think, the yeah, did the game fundamentally change because he went off just through the sheer fear factor that he was striking into Kunde and the amount of joy Argentina were getting, just releasing the ball whenever they needed to down the left-hand side. Uh, was that, yeah, you you kind of touched on it before. Was that a poor decision to bring him off? You know, potentially that did change the game. I don't think bit, so. But... He's old and can't. And he's been injured as well. He's been carrying he has, off yeah. in the tournament. Um, and Acuna has played well when he has played. So it's a good point. They a good were point. also 2-0 up. They just had to manage the game from there. They just didn't. 
Um, it's a hard one because the game was so split down the middle. Like you could say McAllister, I thought he had a great game. He was just in acres of space all of the time. There was no one really, uh, I'm just, you know, marshaled I think, to. I think you'll disagree, but I'm still okay. I'm okay with giving it to Messi on this occasion. Well, if you're going to give it to the I goal think scorer, he was at why this... wouldn't you give it to Mbappe? I th- no, not just because because of the goal scorer. It's because he was he was at the centre of pretty much everything Argentina did good and every good chance they created that Martinez wasted, you know. Yeah, but he was also the one robbed on halfway for the French second goal. He gives it up way too easily. And, I mean, so you could say, that's what I mean. He didn't have a 100% game where I thought, even Who though did? Di Maria... Well, I thought Di Maria did, even though he played 65 minutes. He didn't play enough to get BOG. Not when the game goes for Ooh. 120 minutes. Well, then, yeah, you probably just give it to Martinez then because of his save right at the end of the game. You give it to Martinez then, fine. Yeah, why not? I'm not outraged with Messi getting it, though, is my point. I'm sceptical of him getting the golden ball, though. I'm sceptical of him getting the golden ball. Yeah, we can get to that if you want. Do you want to get to the awards? Yeah, let's do it because it it made for such a a sorry scene. It kind of looked like they were just going to give them to whoever was in this game. Yeah, just just out of convenience. Yeah, because I don't think way. I don't think Enzo Fernandez deserved Young Player at the tournament. I thought there was definitely three that stood head and shoulders above him. I don't. Well, I'll let you have the floor. You can run through it all. Run us. Give us the rundown and um, tell us who you would have had. Well, I would have definitely had uh, Vardio. I thought he was the best young player of the tournament, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, the only moment, and it's Croatian probably sad. Centre-back. Yeah, the Croatian centre-back. He, he had a monster game against Morocco in the third-place playoff. And, you know, he constantly, I think, uh, went to another level each game that he played. Um, dealt with the the highest of challenges for such a young man of someone that hasn't really been overly exposed at this level either. He, yeah, he for me was a rock and very close to Amrabat. I thought those were the two, funnily enough, both of them not in the final, but those were the two who were the most instrumental to their nations making it through to as far as they did. But you could say that about Messi too. Amrabat is 26 though, so... Oh, yeah, sorry. Player? We're talking about the young players. Sorry, we're talking about young yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my mind started to meander then. Uh, the, other young, the other young player I would have had was uh, Bellingham, who uh, he started with a bang and there was lots and lots of chat about him. And then yep. just for some reason, I thought his performances pretty much maintained at the same level. Uh, I think he's mature. Final. His maturity seemed to... I don't know. I thought... Didn't think he was that bad in the quarterfinal. I thought he was kind of let down more by the guys around him and it didn't didn't offer him the freedom um, to be able to use his best attributes. And maybe Southgate got the selection wrong there. I thought that game was crying out for Calvin Phillips instead of Declan Rice, but that's another conversation. Maybe one have. no, maybe one poor game does eliminate him from winning this award. But and I, only I, made I the still quarter, thought you know, I still thought he had a better tournament than Fernandez. Yeah, maybe. How many games did Fernandez play in the end? Uh, he played he them all, off didn't the he? bench a couple of times. I thought he played them all. Oh yeah, because Chumane started a couple of them. Yeah, Kamavinga started for fun. Yeah, yeah, there was a decent rotation in there. I mean, he at least started the final and played the full 120 minutes. I'm so, so confused. Why you're talking about French players now? <laughs> I'm so confused. 
Oh yeah, my dad. <laughs> I'm thinking of Paredes, aren't I? <laughs> Paredes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have given it to. End. I would have given it to Gvardio as well. What else was there? Sorry, repeat that. My headphones went dead. Uh, what else was there? Oh, in terms of awards, yeah. Uh, we had the Golden Glove, which went to Emmy Martinez, which is probably fair. Yeah, have that. Probably fair. Bono would have. Bono went really close, but that's yes. that seems about right because he obviously made that huge save against Garanquil, a couple of penalty shootouts in there, uh, that massive save at the end of this fixture. So we can have that one. That seems Martinez fair. tick. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you can't really question the Golden Boot, can you? Because it's just the guy that scores the most goals. So yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Congratulations, Mbappe. And then yeah, the Golden Ball, Messi. Okay, who was your golden ball winner? <clears throat> Mine would have been Arabat, which doesn't make sense in the historical terms of the award, or it doesn't, he's not like a glamorous player or a well known yeah. player, but he was the best player of the tournament because he was the most important for a nation that exceeded expectations. So I think of everyone, he was the best. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. I'm personally, I'm suffering a bit of a mind blankness after this World Cup and I'm struggling to go back and recall. I reckon I'll go back and watch a bunch of highlights and stuff and think about think about it a bit more. See who who probably could have won it. Um there's the there had to be You've yeah, got go so on. many you got so many players that are <clears throat> if they played one or two games more, then they would have won the award. So I, yeah. I can see why the guys that make the final who play the most games do win these awards, but you know, if Portugal beat Morocco, maybe you've got Bruno Fernandes in there. Um, if England beat France, you know, maybe you do have a Saka type or a Bellingham or someone that has performed in a way that has got their team through to the, the quarterfinals, the semifinals or whatever else. So, Yeah, I think yeah. Amrabat would have been a fair shout. He played all seven games for Morocco, mm. holding midfield, keeping them together. Like you said, most important player to him. That would have been nice to see them do that and share it around. Yeah. Share it around a bit. Not just have I mean, the same two teams on the stage. Although it did make for a very funny award ceremony with Mbappe sullen face standing between three victorious Argentinians all holding their individual yeah. awards. Grim. Grim <laughs> shit. Uh, I didn't stick around to watch the the trophy presentations or anything. It goes on forever. Pretty much left just straight after the final whistle. It just goes on and on. And on. So you didn't see Messi in his lingerie robe? I've seen it since. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) I'm I'm very Switzerland on this topic. I fall on both sides. I think, one, he looks ridiculous. And it's kind of a weird socio-political thing to attach onto, you know, Argentina during their World Cup celebrations. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's like we've just had the first World Cup in the Middle East. You know, you can, if you can detach from the atrocities and the corruption and everything like that, it's more just a cultural expression of a part of the world that no one is really exposed to most of the time. And so, I don't. If Messi's happy with it, which he would be, because he's paid the mega bucks by the Qatari sovereign fund, so of of course he's on board with this. Of course he is. Very good. Um, do you have anything else you want to add on the final itself? Uh, I thought Emmy Martinez's um, shithousery in the penalty shootout shouldn't go unnoticed. Definitely okay. got into the head of Chuamane when he put the ball uh, wide. 
some of the mind games he was playing uh, yeah. prior to him taking the shot. Did you see this? What What do you think of this kind of thing? He kind of held the ball and then went to give it to Chuamane and then just just threw it miles away when he went outstretched his hands to grab it. I don't. I don't think it has. I don't think that had any impact on the penalty. You reckon? Okay. Nah, I just it's just it's just carrying on like Argentina have not painted themselves great this tournament. Deeply unlikable group. They've of players, been yes. super unlikable this whole tournament. Um, just carrying on like flogs, doing flog stuff. I think um, their, their fans as well, the people that have had to endure on global podcasts of the game, possibly the most entitled fans that I listen to throughout the entire tournament. And so that really has shit me in the end that they've won it because <laughs> they truly believe they were destined and that they were the most worthy to do so. Yeah, because of Leo. Yeah, pretty much because yeah. they wanted to see him crown the goat. Who so. spat in their faces 10 years ago or whatever when he retired from international football. This is it. He was, wasn't he a spectator at the last World Cup? Yeah. Oh, no, that was Martinez. He did, he played the last World Cup. <laughs> yes, his brief retirement from the Argentinian national team shouldn't be forgotten, I don't think. Yeah. Um, the hero worship in general is a little bit nauseating, I think, for Messi. I just hope that in future people remember the other players that were involved. I, just, I can see it being in 20 years, it's not... We don't talk about 2022 as being when Argentina won the World Cup. They talk about it as being when Messi won the World Cup, and that's it. They definitely um, will. There may be some forgotten guys in there, like McAllister, like, um, like Enzo Acuna. Fernandez, like Acuna, um, even Molina, who I thought was pretty good. Um, yeah. I hope not. I I think you're spot on. There's no chance that any of these guys are going to be remembered. I mean, for fuck's sake, McAllister plays for Brighton. His next game is his next game is Charlton away in the Carabao Cup. How good! What 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 a slap in the face that's going to be. Is it really? Did you look that up? Yeah, I've looked that up. Nice. <laughs> There's a few stories like that. Did you know Martinez used to play in the English fourth division? Yeah, he played a game yeah. for Oxford. Yeah, he was on loan at Rotherham yeah. and stuff. Um, going I back to your playing against Leeds uh, for Reading. Going back to your shithousery you were talking about with Martinez. Mm-hmm. I think what did make him put the penalty wide is the fact that Martinez builds the pressure by he pretty much goes in the right direction every time. Yeah, he does. He's a good pen shooter. I though. think there was one of one of Mbappe, Mbappe's. He went the other way. Mbappe's second one. He went the other way. Yeah, but other than that, he went the right way for pretty much every penalty. And when you're going the right way, the players watching know he's going the right way. So they're trying to put it even wider into the side of the net and he's just put it too wide, dragged it. Unlucky. See you later. Unlucky. Definitely. The the coma penalty, no good. That was uh, quite an easy save in the end. Yeah, it was. Um, Croatia have come third. (laughs) I guess we can mention this game, but what the... Yeah, uh, Croatia were pretty awful this tournament. Yeah, and they got all the breaks in this game. There were some very spurious decisions, like decisions that decided the game, basically. Um, I don't know if you caught the 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 handball incident, which was definitely not a handball, and I don't understand why no one on camera could figure that I out. I did not. I haven't seen any of this. They were pre- one of the most outlandish things you'll see. It's clear as day. They've, they've called... Uh, handball um, when the ball has come off the crossbar as in his hands at all. 
and it goes through the video review checks and you just think how has this been signed off on like we're all seeing the same thing aren't we yeah that was probably the biggest howler of the tournament biggest howler of the tournament is that your rigged or shit nomination that could be rigged or shit actually yeah I wonder if, it, but I don't know why you would rig it to Croatia. What kind of global pool do they have? Who who cares if they finish third or fourth? It doesn't really matter. Give it to Morocco. Yeah, rig why it, not? Rig it for Morocco. Makes more sense. African no, Giants. Yeah, um, my rigged my rigged or shit nomination for the World Cup was it's a hundred percent of rigged, and it was that cheating idiot referee that didn't give Messi a yellow card for a blatant handball and then a barge in the back. And then did eventually book him in the 120th minute or something. <laughs> Just to level the playing field. Yeah, yeah. hey, see, I still hey, I still booked him. Yeah. Nah, that was my rigged moment. But Amongst 16 other players. Good stuff. That was crazy. Um, uh, what was your favorite goal of the tournament, Sam? Uh, it was Craig Goodwin's. Yeah. It was my favorite goal of the tournament. Had to be, didn't <laughs> it? It was only going to be. Um, if I had to choose... Outside of that, it would probably be Giroud's winner against England. Oh, the header. Yeah, yeah it's just classic Giroud. And a great ball. Was it Griezmann who played the ball to him? We'll go with that. Uh, maybe, yeah. Either way, it was great. He, Yeah, we didn't talk about Griezmann. He, unfortunately, was not at the races for this game. And that, I think, let France down a lot. Yeah, that, yeah they were poor. They were poor and he was, he was poor and then eventually dragged. But he had a really good tournament, I thought, Griezmann. He did. He did. He had a great tournament. And he could have been challenging for the Golden Ball if he did a little bit more in this game, I think. If he played well and they won, I think he would have been in the mix. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So does that make it the best final in history? The best World Cup in history? It's the best World Cup final that I've watched. I just I felt like there was a lot of hyperbole being thrown around today. But, you know, there was a lot of seasoned journalists who have seen World Cup finals from the 80s onwards saying that this was the best one they've seen. So maybe there is something to it. There was enough, like I said at the start, there was enough intrigue in there even when Argentina were on top where you knew that France were still in this game if they could get a sniff because Mbappe is that good. And Turam started bossing guys around and muscling dudes. Um, the, so good I, to see the Turam name still going. Yeah. I thought Yeah, I thought there was enough intrigue there just to keep it interesting and uh, make it a, a good contest. And then obviously we did get the... We got the extra time we deserved. When it got to extra time, that was bonkers. It was that, was, madness. that was half an hour of end-to-end, just like guys getting chances. It was excellent. They stopped defending. It was the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah. There was one-on-one contests uh, at the back, like just frequently. I'm Rid- glad to rid- see it because we got last World Cup was 4-2 to France, but they were kind of always they on top always of Croatia. They were 4-1 up and then Loris kicked the ball into Mandzukic with a few minutes to go <laughs> and it went in, made it 4-2. But And the one before that, well, 20, 2014 is a 1-0 in extra time, bit of a nothing game. Yeah, 2010 is a 1-0 in extra time, bit of a nothing game. That that Germany final was so boring. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, the, um, which one? 2014. 2014, yeah. Who did they beat? Was it Spain? Germany beat Argentina. Oh, did they beat Argentina? Yeah, yeah Goethe. Scott, yeah, winner. Well. 2010 was the Spain-Netherlands one, which was just Spain just having a lot of the ball but not shooting because they didn't have a striker. and they, It's like they didn't even want to score and then eventually they did and they won and sick, <laughs> wicked. What a terrible game. It and then, had that awesome De Jong challenge though. It did have that. 
Um, and 06, obviously, just it was one all in the first half and then petered out until penalties, aside from the Zidane red card. So, mm. yeah, it was this one was good. This one was, was good. good. Okay. 2002 um, was 2 0, two first half goals from Ronaldo, and that was that. Yeah, but I felt, I think maybe Spain similarly, but I think that was the one where a nation most deservedly won the World Cup. I, I think they were the best footballing team and they showed it in every game. And may, nor Argentina nor France showed in every game that they were the best footballing nation in the world. Does that mean it's not? Does that mean it can't be the best World Cup final? I think so. No, the World Cup they're different parameters. Yeah, sorry. The World (laughs) Cup final itself is still good, but the World Cup itself, I don't think, can be classed as the best ever. Or you can say it's the most enjoyable. I enjoyed. I I think I enjoyed 2018 more. You enjoy? Okay. Overall, I think yeah. This one was good, but I did enjoy 2018 more. I think. Okay, they're quite similar, really. I, I agree. I think we said last week with 2018, just had that little bit of a quality edge. It felt like there was a little bit more going on with the nations. This felt a little bit, a little bit more slapdash. It could be because it was the timing and it's in the middle of a European South American season and stuff like that. But uh, overall, I guess the question is, did, you know, football outweigh the atrocities? Maybe. It's going to be something that I don't think will end. There'll still be discussions about that to come. I think once everything's settled down and all the messy stuff settles down and the football's all done, which it is now, we might see some more. I guess uh, it'll be like part of the legacy discussions about this World Cup in years to come. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like sport washing is a really widely accepted practice amongst the general public. I think we've seen it with the open arm embrace of the World Cup. And we're obviously guilty of it too. But it just it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, we just want to watch football, don't we? Yeah, we do. But it, I mean, it just the 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 messy rope thing is very minor in the grand scheme of it. But it was the last reinforcement that you know we are very much in sport washing territory, where politics yeah. is so intertwined with the game itself that they're going to drape Messi in like a regal robe of the Middle East and stuff like that in order to just reinforce who really is in control of this game. Um, and it does seem like Middle Eastern dollars at the moment. It is Middle Eastern dollars. All right, we might wrap it there. I think that's a pretty good, unless you got anything else. You got I just, wanted, you wanna... just wanted to congratulate England on uh, not going home empty-handed. They won the Sick. fair play trophy. Oh, wicked. I'm glad they got something. It did go home. It did. They are the fairest Fair play trophy. boys. They're the, they're the most well-behaved boys. The fairest of the boys. The good boys. The good boys of the world. Well done. That'll that'll really shatter some uh, some of the egos of the hard men of English football, won't it? Oh, they're the nice guys. All they can nice win guys finished last trophy. as well. Nice guys that knocked out in the quarterfinals by <laughs> France. <laughs> the fun, Easily the funniest moment of the tournament is that Harry Kane penalty miss. <laughs> I'm going to go and watch it right now. Uh, I'm super tired. I'm happy the World Cup's done, even though I enjoyed it. We can get our body clocks back to normal-ish again, maybe. Who knows? We probably won't because this is night shift and we do stay up late watching football every weekend because, I don't know, we, we love it. That's what we do. We love it even when it treats us so poorly. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, enjoy, folks. See you around next week. Yes. Hope everyone's enjoyed a, a magical World Cup experience. Merry Christmas, all.